kill you? You're the first team. You're not going to fall for a banana in the tailpipe. You're not going to fall for the banana in the He went away, and you hung around, and bothered me every night. And when I wouldn't go out with you, you said things that weren't very nice. My boyfriend's back, and you're gonna be in trouble. Allow me to demonstrate the skill of Shaolin, the special technique of shadow boxing. Poisonous! Poisonous! I slap all y'all niggas for coming to my fucking face with that shit. <laughs> we're all here we're here we made it right on right on everybody welcome to the lounge welcome to the lounge for the first time or welcome back to the lounge because we'll be coming every day to chill with us because we're doing our thing here every day listening to at least one new song every day learning some fun facts every day thinking about maybe watching a movie that i recommend or don't recommend every day <laughs> That's Wagwan. I hope everyone is having a fantastic day today. I certainly am. What are we going to talk about today? We are going to talk about the last day of the clash because this is my last clash record. And coincidentally, well, maybe not so coincidentally, it was also their last record. So we'll close that off in fine fashion. Before we get to the music, let's talk about the movie that we watched this morning while we were setting up. Godfather Part 2. Okay. Legendary film, classic, Triumph, Pacino, De Niro, Duvall. Forget about it. Brando. Wait, is he in that one? Is he, is he already blasted off? Ooh, jeez, I hope that wasn't that. Oh, well, no, I guess that should be fine, actually. Yeah, cool, really cool thing. One cool thing about this movie that people might not know is that the whole deal in Cuba, where on New Year's Eve 1959, the president of Cuba flees because the revolutionaries were at the gates. That's real. That's what happened. That was uh, Castro and those guys. So that was a historical event that they were recreating there, which is pretty neat. And then, yeah, the that, was, uh, that led to, you know, the history of, of Cuba as we know it now. 
Pretty interesting though, I was in Cuba and my friend Rodrigo was telling me all about the corruption, man, the corruption that goes on in that place and those in charge. But I guess I'll end it off by saying that is Raul Castro, Fidel's brother, just stepped down too. So that's the end of Cuban rule by the Castro brothers for 61 years. That's a long time. A long time in the mind of a human, but the blink of an eye in terms of human history. Okay, you should see Godfather Part 2, it's really good. <laughs> Recommend. Moving on. The Clash, here we go. This is Combat Rock. This is an original pressing. This is not a carol record. I bought this record and I remember I was in Vancouver. It was 2008. I paid $11 for it, or $12 for it, because the little sticker's still on there. This little record shop I was in, I remember talking to the guy in there about the band Television. I bought this record when I was in Vancouver, that same trip where I was visiting my friend Karen, the boyfriend stealer, her boyfriend, and my friend Matt, and his then-girlfriend, Allie. And this was a crazy trip. I like I got a, I still have a facial scar from it. Um, I allegedly smoked crack, which I did not. I'm a hundred percent sure of. I did get super drunk though and black out. And uh, I was like, Karen. The next day, I was like, What happened? She's like, Oh, you and you were all fucked up, and you and Mike smoked crack or whatever, and then like you just took off. And I was just like, Jeez. But I mean, no way because. I don't care like how drunk you are, right? Like if you smoke crack, I'm sure you're gonna remember it. I never smoked crack, crack is whack. That same trip, I met up with my friend Matt and met his then girlfriend Ali, who I'm still friends with now. What up Ali? Ali's still in Vancouver, doing her thing, spreading the Mort Main message. Matt got locked up. I think that was the last time I saw him. That was the last time I saw him for a while. We went out to the club though, we had a good time. We were waiting in line for a club and we saw some kids smash out this gigantic plate glass window with the skateboard just for no reason and then just skated away and we were like whatever yeah Ali's still in Vancouver Matt I don't know I lost track of him after he got locked up hopefully he stayed free bro and Karen lives in Berlin and Karen became the boyfriend stealer that trip because I was telling the story like three years later to my friend Megan about how Karen said I allegedly smoked crack and I was like, no way. And then we figured out that the guy Karen, the boyfriend stealer was living with, Mike or something, the guy I allegedly smoked crack with, I guess this guy actually did smoke crack though. That was like a thing he did. That used to be Megan's ex-boyfriend. <laughs> and that guy was stolen from Megan by Karen. Can you believe that shit? My goodness gracious. My goodness gracious. That's where I bought the record. <laughs> The first track we're going to be listening to is another, it'll take us on another trip down memory lane, Rock the Casbah. This is the Clash song that everybody knows, It's it still gets played on the radio today, probably even more so now, okay? When me and my friend Scott were first discovering the Clash in high school, Scott made a mixtape, a Clash mixtape that was purposefully made to have in the weight room at the gym and school where we would lift. 
And I remember, like, I really loved the tape, but I had to talk to Scott. I was like, Scott, man, I can't believe you put Rock the Casbah, like, on this tape. Like, this is not that juice, you know? Like, this is not that juice that I want in the weight room. And Scott was like, oh, you know what? I, I see what you're saying. Yeah, I feel it. You know, I see what you're saying. Scott, I take that back now, man. This song is juice. I was just, like, you know, an idiot. Um, let's listen to it. Rock the Casbah. This one is dedicated to my ex-wife, Charmaine, who, when she hears the song on the radio, she sings to herself, Charmaine, don't like it. Boom, boom, boom. Rockin' the Casbah, rock the Casbah, Charmaine.
Okay, there it is, baby. Juice, juice, juice. What is that song all about? So, first of all, this song was written by Clash drummer Topper Heaton. Topper was, even though the band, they didn't record another album after this, he was fired because at this point, his heroin and cocaine addiction was costing him about $500 a day. 100 pounds a day back in 1982. Ouch. So he eventually got fired, but before that happened, he wrote this song, and this is actually him. Those were him playing the instruments. Apparently, he was just in the studio by himself, and he laid down, like, the drum, the piano, the whatever tracks, lined them all up on tape, and then mixed them down. And then when the band showed up, he's like, yeah, check this out. And then essentially, they, Joe just wrote and recorded some lyrics and, and that's the song. So what are the lyrics about? Well, let's see. The song gives a fabulous account of a ban on Western rock music by an Arab king. The lyrics describe the king's effort to stop his population from listening to this music, such as ordering his military's jet fighters to bomb any people in violation of the ban. The pilots ignore the orders and instead play rock music on their cockpit radios, which is awesome. The population then proceed to rock the casbah by dancing to the music. What is a casbah? It's part of an old city. It's like fortress or, or citadel or, or keep. The casbah is like a building, an important building in a city where I guess the soldiers would be. This scenario was inspired by the ban on Western music in Iran after the 1979 Islamic Revolution, which we've talked about before. So here, here's the king after he's pissed off. By order of the prophet, we ban that boogie sound. Degenerate the faithful with that crazy Kasbah sound. But the Bedouin, they brought out the electric camel drum. The local guitar picker got his guitar picking thumb as soon as the Shari had cleared the square, they began to wail. So that's the people like, <laughs> the king's like, you can't listen to this music anymore. They're like, oh yeah, we can't listen to it. We'll just play it then. We'll just play it, you know? And that's how the cows got rocked. Okay, pretty cool. Next song, Straight to Hell. Big tune. This was not singled off the album. In fact, it was only Rock the Casbah and Should I Stay or Should I Go? Should I Stay or Should I Go Now? Those ones were single. This one was not, but this is a, a major tune because you'll probably recognize when you first hear it, you're going to be like, oh my god, like that's MIA. No, that's The Clash. That's MIA sampling straight to hell for her big tune, Paper Planes, which I love. And I remember I always said that that Paper Planes was like the best song that came out in the entire year of 2007. I remember my friend Jess showed it to me and I was like, this is The Clash. And she's like, what? And then later on, my friend Elliot showed, <laughs> tried to show me uh, Straight to Hell. And he's like, this is The Clash, not MIA. And I'm like, yeah, I know. <laughs> okay, so check this out. Like many songs by The Clash, the lyrics of Straight to Hell decry the injustice that exists constantly all over the world. Certainly then and certainly now. The first verse refers to the shutting down of steel mills in northern England and unemployment spanning generations. It also considers the alienation of non-English speaking immigrants in British society. 
The second verse of the song concerns the abandonment of children in Vietnam who were fathered by American soldiers during that war. This I did not know. So the reference to Amerasian blues in the song describes the abandonment of children fathered by American soldiers stationed in Vietnam during the war. Amerasian child is portrayed as presenting an absent American father, their papa son, with a photograph of his parents pleading with his father to take him home to America. The child's plea is rejected, disrespect, harshest tokes, you're not my son. San is a Japanese rather than Vietnamese honorific, okay? Mama San, Papa San. But it was used by the US troops in Vietnam who referred to Vietnamese men and women, especially older men and older women as Mama San, Papa San. It was kind of disrespect, like how are you gonna take, you know, Japanese and then start applying it to Vietnamese? But that's that. Ignorant though, like, there's always every Every group of soldiers always has a, a demeaning, hateful name for their enemies, right? That's part of that process. Let's hear the song and then I'll come back with you. Let's, let's get it on. Oh, there is no heaven and hell, by the way. Earth is probably the closest thing to heaven, so consider that. Go straight to hell, boy. 
another wonderful episode i hope you had a good time with me today i certainly had a good time chilling with you and check this out though here's what i want to say this isn't just a lounge okay this is an ecosystem we have going here it needs you to live this isn't just a bar it's a laboratory okay we conduct experiments here together (laughs) And this isn't just a stage I sit on. It's a database which you have access to. Okay, this isn't just a podcast. This is the culmination of my information accumulation to this date. <laughs> oh, check this out one last thing. This is crazy. Okay. The mystery of why didn't Carol have this record? Because this was The Clash's biggest selling record ever. It came out in 1982, so I got a little detective work to do. If I have any Carol records that come out after 1982, forget about it. If I don't have any that come out after 1982, maybe Carol died in like 1981, so she wasn't around to buy this record. It's possible. Hey, I'll keep my eyes peeled for that. 
In the meantime, think about what you learned here today. Maybe pass it on someday. Because it's like that. Each one, teach one, baby. Bring it back here one time in 24 hours. It's me, Mortimer Main, me and you, baby. See you tomorrow. Peace, peace. Burr.